There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, 5 o'clock on Thursday afternoon, and we got to congratulate Ryan, who won herself a nice pair of tickets to go see Madonna, and we've got one more pair of tickets to give away tomorrow. So you got to pay attention tomorrow if you want to get your hands on some Madonna tickets. How's it going, guys? Pretty, pretty good. So, like, I want to say maybe six weeks ago, Sue from Chapter 2 Books mm-hmm. brought um, us over some books mm-hmm. that she thought that we would like. And one of the books that she brought us in December was a book, is a book called um, The Way They Were, the first ever behind-the-scenes Look at the making of the beloved classic film. Time to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Academy Award winning film. It's by the way we were. Yeah, it's by this entertainment reporter. He's worked for AP and Miami Herald and Variety. Yeah, Robert Hoffler. And we never, neither one of us, you know, took it anywhere to read it. I I brought it home. You did. And then I saw something on it this week and I was going to use it for Vintage Scandal. So I brought the book in, and then yesterday you said Gina de la Little Brigida. Yeah. So I didn't even revisit it. And then you t- took it off my desk and decided you're going to read it. Well, because <laughs> it is, I guess, impeccably researched. And this Robert Hoffler, he's like, has t- like talked to people about it. Anyway, this seems like a great Hollywood book for us to read. Wonderful. Possibly have him on. But here is a, just a. A little snippet from Robert's book, The Way We Were. And Grant, you probably have never even seen the damn movie. Nope. Yep. If you ever want to cry. Oh. Oh, I'm a I'm an emotional man. I think oh. I would like that. It's yeah. Hubble. Hubble. Oh, Hubble. I love this movie. Yeah, yeah. Women really feel a connection with this movie. All right, and I it stands the test of time because of course it's set in another time. It takes right. place in the forties, you know, when we mm-hmm. see it in the eighties or whenever it was filmed. But so here, 1973. So um, according to Robert, the author, Hoffler, leading man Robert Redford was reluctant to work with Barbara Streisand and did not want her to sing. And um, it's so the book is called The Way We Were, How Epic Battles and Bruised Egos Brought a Hollywood Love Story to the Screen. And remember... Okay, the book comes out, uh, came out this week. That movie wins two Oscars, including The Way We Were, the song, whatever. Is that the name of the song? Oh, or no, Memories? it's Memories. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's the 50th anniversary of the movie. Movie. And she wins Best Actress for The Way We Were. She did? Yes. Okay. Or she got nominated. No, she didn't. Because I'm thinking she did yet. not. Yeah, she, okay. but she got nominated. Okay. And according, so Redford didn't want to. 
do the movie because he didn't consider Barbara Streisand a serious actress. And he wanted to protect himself as a happily married father of four. Whoa. Streisand was mesmerized by Redford's physical beauty. Oh, he was. And there's no one more. There was no one more beautiful. In 1973. Oh. Yeah, and desperately wanted to get it on with him. She, <laughs> The movie was shot between August and November of 1972. Robert Redford was 36. Barbara Streisand was 30. And anyway, um, he, like, he didn't even, he didn't want to play the part during, um, so let me get it, get it. He thought he was a Ken doll. Hubble was a Ken doll. Robert Redford did not find anything in common with the character. And it took Sidney Pollack eight months of wooing Robert Redford to do the role. And the biggest obstacle was Robert Redford did not want to work with Barbara Streisand. She had a reputation as a controlling person. He said she's going to direct herself. It'll never work. Um, He also objected and worried that she would sing in the middle of the movie. I don't want her to sing in the middle of the movie. And um, he also, there was bad blood between Ray Stark, who was the movie's producer, and Robert Redford. Um, He said, Ray Stark has such a big ego, I don't want to be involved in this movie. And Ray Stark thought that Robert Redford was an ungrateful upstart. She should be grateful to be in this movie. And he wanted um, Sidney Pollack to just get Ryan O'Neill or somebody else in that era just to forget it. Finally, when Redford got $1.2 million to Barbara's $1 million, he agreed to star in it. And then he refused to meet up with her because he believed very strongly in the strangeness between actors that contributes to the chemistry in the movie. Okay, so he just wanted to meet her the first time on the set. Yes, that was his acting. When they eventually met for dinner, she was so infatuated with him um, that uh, Robert Redford told Sidney, it was like she had a crush on me before we even started. And he tried to set, he told Barbara Streisand, if we're going to be able to work together, you have to keep in mind that anything I tell you about myself will be volunteered because I want you to know it, not because I think you have the right to know it. Oh, wow. And uh, she loved that he was being so persnickety, strong, and setting boundaries. It drew her even more to him, okay? Oh, Barbara. It made her even more. And her name was Kate. Katie. Katie. It was Katie and Hubble. And so they did have this unconventional chemistry. When they did the first reading, it was like a lightning bolt went off in the room. And But there were some last-minute delays. Robert Redford was attacked by a bat on his Utah ranch, and he had to do a series of painful rabies shards. Okay. Shards, shots. Um, okay. And then... The, that just scares me in the first place that a bat would attack a human being because they just had one at the cabin. So yeah. That, oh. And it was being... The beginning of the movie was filmed in Schenectady, New York. Say that three times real fast. And <laughs> at the college town, campus. College campus. Mm-hmm. And the town wasn't ready. She rented a Victorian mansion he stayed in like a Holiday Inn uh, for the f- filming until they went out. And her hair and makeup people were outraged. They had to fly co- by coach. <laughs> and Streisand began to wear on Sidney Pollack, the director, because she constantly had questions about every take. And he. Her character in The Way We Were 
is that annoying yeah. person as well. And Robert Redford said to anyone who'd listen, she talks everything to death. He just was not one student told a reporter um that um you know that came to film when they were, you know, came to report on the filming and a student at this union campus just said and they were extra. She said, well, she's hard to work with. She disappears and then we have to wait for her. She never mingles and she always leaves on breaks. And Robert Redford just kind of hangs out and fools around quite a bit. Right. Can I just tell you one thing? So, yeah. Grant, because you've never seen the movie. Basic thing is Robert Redford's this Ivy League yeah. kid, kind of in a, a fraternity type, perfect, easy, yeah. beautiful Everything blonde comes hair. Easy, easy. Yeah. and she's from a, a less fortunate family. She's a rebel. She's a out she's there. Jewish she's from a hardworking yes, you know, family. family. She's out there advocating for students' rights, women's rights, right. every right possible. They couldn't be more opposite. But they end up. Yeah. Aww. Having chemistry. Okay, and they right. end up in the movie wanting the left sides of their faces. To this be is camera. where it starts. Which, because he's got the balls and she's always wanted the left side. Bingo. It created problems <laughs> during a mum- number of scenes. They had to erect canopy, canopies everywhere in New York City to block the light from hitting Streisand's face because her nose looked terrible. In oh. the the real light, Redford did not. He hated the three moles. He, why why he never got them removed? Streisand during a prom scene when they danced together, Streisand froze because the camera was showing the bad side of her face. Can you imagine? And she couldn't wait for the first love scene. And remember, <gasps> it, it's a drunken love scene. Mm-hmm. And um, in the scene, she gets into bed with Robert Redford, who he's pa- Hubble's passed out drunk. She revives him, and they have sex. Mm-hmm. And um, to protect himself in more ways than one, Robert Redford wore two athletic supporters jock straps for his love scene with Streisand, who wore a bikini. <laughs> According to Pollock, it ended up being pretty G-rated, so they could yeah, get the was, PG yeah. rating. And in the novel, the movie was based on the characters do have sex and describe how it's a quick encounter. And it's a simple scene, but there are a lot of takes. And after a while, Robert Redford... Um, lost patience, and finally, Sidney Pollack said to Barbara, "I think we've got it." She wanted to do take that's, after take, that was, and he's in his jock straps. Yeah, that's her double. That's her reputation. And when asked about the scene by reporters, Robert Redford would joke that he had nothing on but the radio. That's and cute. Another reporter who asked what he was wearing, he said Aramis. And the second sex scene, um, they fought over because Robert Redford refused to say the line. Um, that he supposed it'll be better this time because he was drunk in the first time. He yeah, and he out. refused to say it, and he never says it. And they fought over it because Robert Redford wouldn't be bad at sex, and neither is Hubble. And he absolutely <laughs> wouldn't say. And the other line he wouldn't say is in the scene where Streisand brushes his bangs. Oh, it's so he, yummy. He was supposed to say that they were gray, but he couldn't utter the words. If, if Hubble was not bad in bed, he was never going to go gray. Uh. And for years, strangers would come up to Robert Redford and try and brush away his bangs. And he was horrified. The chemistry, though, you know this when you watch the way we were. I mean, so Robert Redford's a much bigger movie star. He yeah. had just done The Candidate, Jeremiah Johnson, which, oh, was Butch there. Cassidy and the Sundance No, that, that was after. Um, that was after. After yeah. The Way We Were? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I believe, because The Sting was right after. Yeah, it was after. Okay. 
Um, but he just, he was in Clambake, by the way, in 1967 oh with Elvis. Oh, no, you're right. Butch Cassidy and some desk kid was before, but she yeah. had only had four movies. Yeah. They're, anyway, they're beautiful. Yeah. They're, be- and they're. But he kiboshed oh. the sequel. She always wanted to do one. I love it. He couldn't relate to, Hub- to Hubble no. as a person. No, he couldn't. You know, and I mean, Ray Stark, the producer, sent like. 20 memos to Pollock saying Redford has to say the line. <laughs> you know, next time it'll be better. And no. And he, Redford's position was, I'm not bad in bed, and Hubble can't be bad in bed. And he refused to say it. So, and then the left hand, anyway, funny, funny, funny. So, yeah, it's... um I guess two jockstraps would make sure, and they didn't have in 1973 some of the um, intimacy uh, things. But to me, probably (laughs) two jockstraps is about what is needed. Oh, yeah. Maybe even a third. Yeah, but isn't the very fact that it's a nut cup, it's going to contain your erection? Yeah, I guess you're good. Your erection's only going to kind of be able to curl up and around. That's right. If you have the cup in there, I'm thinking sans the cup. But yeah, Yeah. all right. And she wears a, a bikini Oh, and Lord. wanted to take after take. I would have too. Oh my gosh! It won um, an Academy Award. It was nominated and won for best original dramatic score and best original song, song the okay. way we were. Yeah, memories. I can't sing. Light the corners of my mind. Anyway, I'm totally going to read that book. Well, you're going to give it to me when you're done. Yeah, you took it off my desk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you though, it is. If people want to cry and see a beautiful movie, and you know who else was in it? The brother of Robert Kennedy Jr. was in it. Or um, Peter Peter Lord. Peter Lafford. Lafford was in it, mm-hmm. and um, he was a handsome guy. Oh yes, he was, and he go. had. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, Grant, I wasn't looking at the time. I'm so sorry. Okay, we gotta go. It's time for the doodle. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. Now, Ann, we've heard that January has one of the highest rates for divorce filings than any other month of the year. And I'm wondering, is this because of the holidays, because of the new year starting? What's the deal? I think it really is affected by the holidays. I think a lot of people who are at a difficult point in their life try to maintain status quo for the sake of the children and the family during the holidays. They get through it and they kind of say, this is kind of my last straw. I need to move on. And again, you have your New Year's resolutions and it's the idea that now I I can make those changes I need to and make a fresh start in my life. And if some of our people listening are thinking about divorce, what should their next steps be? Well, I really encourage people to start educating themselves. Start really gathering information and knowledge of their financial circumstances. A lot of people rely on the spouse to take care of it. Start educating yourself on that to be prepared. It'll also be more cost effective during the divorce proceeding. Call Tressler Law for your free one hour. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel Divorce consultation. Find them online at trustlerlaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
What do you have for us for Dirty Dirt? Well, let's jump on the shotgun wedding bandwagon oh, here. Oh. This this is kind of fun. I went around and found a bunch of different, um, basically just headlines surrounding the release of this movie. Like some newspaper reviews, reviews, newspaper reviews, headlines, okay. just kind of breaking okay. down the overall feel of Shotgun Wedding, which we all know features Jennifer Lopez, Josh Duhamel, and Jennifer Coolidge. Josh Duhamel taking over for Army Hammer with his whole, you know, yeah, situation yeah. And back. seems to be the only one doing any promotion. Anything about it. Nobody else is talking about this, but... J-Lo did one thing. Yeah. So let, let's start with the Boston Globe. Okay. okay. Shotgun Wedding. Something old and some and and nothing new from J Lo and Josh Duhamel. Yes, okay. okay. Okay, and I love it. He wrote. He goes. Never mind that the actual definition of a shotgun wedding is nowhere to be found in the plot. In fact, this wedding has been meticulously planned out, and nobody's even pregnant. <laughs> so wow. they do, yeah, which and, is what you think of a shotgun wedding. wedding. Yeah, yeah. I had so. a shotgun Wait, wedding. Geez, Julia, I'm like, what are you pregnant? Yeah, <laughs> I had a yeah. shotgun wedding. Right. <laughs> okay, so this is from the AP News. Okay, even J Lo can't save this shotgun wedding. Mm. That's not too good. Mm-mm. Now, the one I liked here, this is from Rotten Tomatoes, where it's only got a 39% score Uh-oh. from critics. Critics are saying Shotgun Wedding may just be the invitation to escape escapism that the rom-com fans and J-Lo uh, completists are looking for. But most other viewers can safely RSVP no with no regrets. This seems like it would be a good plain movie. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or a good movie to cook, too. Or follow a recipe yeah, yeah. and read... I'm watching this 100%, yeah. but keep reading them, Grant. So, Shotgun Wedding Review, Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Coolidge shine in action comedy. Okay, you know, who's that from? This was from the Daily Beast. Um, the New York, know. The New York Times, Shotgun Wedding Review, Die Hard with Refreshments. Okay. Well, I love Die Hard. <laughs> we got the Hudson Times, Shotgun Wedding Movie Review. The vanilla rom-com needed more Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. See. <laughs> As we're talking about how she's become more and more popular. And uh, this is from, uh, uh, is it Coldy, Colder, Collider? Collider, I believe. Collider. Is it? Yeah. Collider, yeah. Jennifer Coolidge takes the cake in Shotgun Wedding trailer. So it's, uh, they're, they're not really giving it too much love, but they're having fun Again, the reason why it's not in the theater. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. I, yeah. You know. It's on Amazon. Yep, totally gonna watch. It. Yeah, so that's uh, we'll, we'll we'll check it out. Like you said, we did get some Writers Guild Award nominations a few days ago, so we're a little bit behind with mm-hmm. these ones. But we just want to bring them to your attention because some of these are, you know, they they need they're worth mentioning. Well, now. the Writers Guild, I always feel like they expand to more movies because it's. Yeah, I guess it's all the writing. It's the writing. It's the screenplay. Yeah. So original screenplay, we've got everything, everywhere, all at once is nominated. The Fablemans was nominated. The Menu, Nope, and Tar were all Boy, nominated. You've seen all these. Yeah, yeah. These are right up. I'm your- so glad Nope is getting some recognition in there because that was such a clever, amazing movie. And I, the Academy, never likes anything horror. Mm-hmm. Not and really, it, they're slow to. Yeah, you're right. And it also came out. Not I, I want to say long ago, but you know, you know. Well, everything ever all at once came out last March. Oh, you're right. Yeah, so it's still not catching that, but it is nice to see that that's being nominated. Adapted screenplay. We've got Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Glass Onion, Knives Out, Mystery. Uh, she said Top Gun, Maverick, and Women Talking. And documentary screenplay, this is, you know, more not up our alley because we don't do it, but Second Chance, Downfall, the cast of uh, The Case Against Boeing. Remember that? Do you remember that that one? Yes. Uh, The Last Flight Home, 
Um, Moonage, Daydream, and Viva Mastro, which was the other documentary screenplay nominated for the day. I have to say, all right, so I was listening to Donna and Steve this morning, Mm -hmm. and Donna is trying to do a deep dive into the nominated movies, and Mm -hmm. she watched everything, 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 all at once. Everything, all at once. And she started out with the same excuse that we had. I tried to watch it and turned it off. Yeah. Which is everyone's first one. But she sat through it, Lori. Yeah. And she said... It's unique, it's different, it makes sense at the end, and she liked it. Oh. Yeah, it's innovative because no one can figure out what's going on. <laughs> and but the I mean, images are sensational, yes. but pe- and the actors are so much fun. It's like an explosive cartoon. But she just well, said, yeah. she it's, sat it's, through it, and yeah. she's... she's she thought Steve would like it more because of his ADHD kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. But that's what she said. I'm just re- quoting her. Yeah, well, but maybe so. She stick sat through it. through it. So I know oh, it feels like a chore. And then she watched Banshees of. Oh, it. I bet she hated it. Yeah, she's told Steve he'd hate it. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. people will hate it. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. just like, it's very dark. Huh? Very dark. My very mom dark. loved it. Yeah. But my mom's quirky with movies. Always, 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 always has, has been. been. Mm-hmm. Never forget to take me to Sleeper at McAllister <laughs> College. I'm like, what are we yelling? And Uh it's like quiet. I feel like it's, I don't even know if they talk in Sleeper. It was such a weird movie. And I'm like, why would you take us this crap? (laughs) And how old were you? Like young. Yeah. Oh, my mom was very artsy fartsy. I'm like, why can't we see Mary Poppins? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I going to this dumb Woody Allen movie? No, it's funny. But I'm looking, you guys, at a photo, um, the press photo for uh, the movie um, screen for um, Magic Bike. No, the way we were. Mm hmm. Honest to Pete, there was no one better looking than Robert Redford. <laughs> yeah, he really... Back to Robert. Oh, no, you have no... Oh. Look at this, Lori. Mm-hmm. I mean, in back in the day, if you just watch any... Yeah. I watched All the President's Men, I think, at the cabin. I, I took pictures of every single shot because I thought, how can anyone look this good? How can... Because <laughs> he's such a combination of... Tough guy, sexy guy, but blonde with blue eyes, and you don't see that a lot. Yeah, my you know? my aunt Claudia, her her husband Tom, he looked like him. Oh my god! Not quite the same age, but had that sort of hair. They were so good looking, and there's a photo of them, oh. and I'm like, oh my gosh, you look like Butch Cassidy. Oh, he's beautiful. Whichever one Robert Redford played, mm-hmm. and and my aunt Claudia would always say. The Sundance that, Kid, maybe. Yeah, she said that's why that's why I had to have him. You know, I'm two years older. <laughs> they were like 20 and 22 or something, you know. They've been together forever. But just really, I was so struck at, like, that was a look to wear your hair that way. That look, you know, like, I oh, mean, he it was, was just the best looking of all. Really? Stunning. Yeah. Very stunning. Oh. Both of those two. Barbara Streisand as well. Barbara no, was she's beautiful. Stunning. That's why when I first read that title, I thought he wore the jock straps to keep himself at bay. He, I think he, he did. He knew that Barbara Streisand was enamored of him, and maybe she would press tightly. <laughs> it was known she was known for having, um, you know, affairs. She was. affairs with her leading men. She was, and so you know, and he, his wife was probably like, "What are you going to do with this sexy?" Remember, out of Africa, Sidney Pollack directed him, him in, in that, that as well. Yeah. <gasps> Look at you guys just oh, no. going down the time table. He's beautiful. Yeah, the way he was I, the, we really should. Who knew there'd be a whole book on just one movie? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I could do a book on today. Uh, I'm just kidding. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. 
David, his team, they're wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. But I, I kind of think, you know, I remember getting my first mortgage and how I didn't know anything about it. And I had all these questions. And why would you? How could right. you? Right. And, and I had all these questions. I'm thinking of our kids because I feel like it's a second generation now of my talk listeners that are working with David and his team because my yeah. kids are, you know, and how you just know nothing. And I never felt intimate. You never feel intimidated or dumb asking any question because literally, how are you supposed to know? And they are there to educate you, make sure that you know, you know, the pros and cons of all these different options and really spend time it takes with you to make sure you are in the perfect mortgage at the perfect time for you. And and helping you get there if you've got some dings on your credit score or something like that. They're really wonderful to work with and they'll be your partner. And that's why we absolutely love working with First Equity. Keyword, David at MyTalk. I don't know what you thought about my theory disguised as a dream about Madonna, that she's tricking us all with filters and she's going to show up in the celebration <laughs> tour looking, you know, just like a, the greatest, oldest, youngest version of herself. You've spent so much time on Madonna. <laughs> I know, but I'm just wondering what you think about that theory um, that came out in a dream. That I had this I dream. Um, I'm just going to say, I wish you well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I hope that's it. Yeah. I wish you well. She's gonna make. It I up. I don't I don't think so. But you're I gonna, like yeah. your, you know, your rose colored glasses are fantastic, exactly. and it's exciting. We're giving away tickets to Madonna. She has more hits. She was the soundtrack to such a huge part of our life. So oh yeah, my God, she deserves the props. Yeah. I just and I'm glad that she's reveling in what she's done, in 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 because she's never really let herself do that. Just enjoy her success. She you know, always yeah. has to be innovative on the cutting edge of something else new. But do yeah. you really? I mean, remember, no. Madonna, you, in 1990, you put out The Immaculate Conception only seven years after you've put out three albums. It's your greatest hits after you've put out three albums. That's unheard of at the time. It's and I have it. I still of. have that CD. It's a great I CD. I told you I got a CD player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I have a great so CD many CDs that I would at never, the cabin. I would consider that one of the 10 essential CDs, dance CDs that you should have. 100%. Yeah. So anyway, okay. All right. On to other theories. Really? My Madonna theory that came out in a dream. Okay. Okay. So this is from the Norwegian University of Science and Technology, and I really, really really appreciate everything that they do in the work of studying things. This was published in Frontiers in Psychology. I was probably looking for a study of da, but I came across this. Well, just like some people turn to booze, cigarettes, or shopping, or any number of other eating, people can become exercise-dependent. Well, da. Yeah. Da. Well... They've, you the know, endorphins, they need them. It's oh, called yeah. exercise dependence. I wish I could get more dependent on Me it. Too. This is exactly why I stopped <laughs> running years ago. I, I cannot know. risk this. Oh, I cannot risk. Oh, yeah. Oh, are you? Okay. No, but I cannot no, no. risk any dependence on something like exercise. <laughs> you are dependent on exercise. You work out six days a week. Come no, on. I don't. Five. Oh. No, I don't. But anyway. Um, I get addicted to the wrong thing. I wish it was exercise. No Man. kidding. Here's what they just found out. That, that it's mostly runners. 
Oh, yeah. Become oh. exercise dependent. The high. I was that for a long time in my life. I was that way when I I ran every day. And I, yes, it's so easy and efficient and quick, and, and you, you do it right outside. from your front doorstep. Yeah, it's perfect. I, mm-hmm. I know that feeling. I, I and, loved running back. And in you the day. just you just can't. You, you look forward to it like it's it's going to be a Sunday dinner. It's the most amazing feeling when yeah. you're in that groove. You have to be in the groove. Yeah, I though. loved it. Oh, I'm so glad I. Just Lori, I got it. out of that. You I, have flat feet running. Yeah, I know, yeah. but I tried it. You know, I pretended and tried it for a couple of years. I'm so curious see, when you're going to try you need, pickleball. What you needed to do is you need to go run around like Calhoun. She or did. She rollerbladed. Yeah, or you can yeah. look at all the good looking people while you're doing it. Well, That's what I did. What they find with running is that then people start depending on doing the run and they're not really getting some of that. The. Um, it's like just becomes a form of escapism, yeah. In a way What's that other that? things do, yeah. And it, oh, yeah. It, so it makes it less likely you'll reap potential well-being gains from it because you're running away from your house. Kind of, kind the of. The kids are up. I'm gonna go for a run. Yeah. Look at the time. I'm going for a run. Dishes need to be done. I'm going for a run. So it's just a theory that they have, and just you know, like just kind of um, don't use cardio to escape your stress. Because you can get exercise okay. dependent. Well, first of all, mm-hmm. I'd say use it, and then okay. if you're if you're close to that, stop. Okay, but I mean, stop. my gosh, it's such a great, perfect, non really yeah. good bad dependency. I was gonna say, yeah, if they're gonna replace one with another, that seems like one not goes. too bad. Okay, <laughs> how about this? Do you think there's a theory uh, behind the idea that people will pay something for uh, clothing that will uh, hide you from surveillance cameras? I saw this. <laughs> This is the yeah. ugly sweater. Yes. I saw this. The guy clothing line that can hide wares from surveillance cameras. I, and I thought, should we be tell- Should we be selling that? What is it, this? It isn't just surveillance cameras. It's all of, is it really AI, just? It's to it's AI. AI into thinking the wearer is an animal. <laughs> right. So you're not in, you don't get in all the algorithms that they're going to try to send you. Wow. Glory, it's everywhere. Wow. There's a camera everywhere and it's hooked up to your eye wow. people. It's hooked up to your, right your phone. Okay, but I don't want anything to think I'm an animal. Why not? Well, I mean, what if, I don't know. What if it draws in animals or something? What I read about this, <laughs> no. what I read about this okay, yesterday Jimmy, when I was really going to share with you. It. Right. It's, it's a very ugly knitted sweater. And it's I'm an like, Italian what? company. Yes. Basically, <laughs> they found a sweater that if you wear this sweater and people are taking pictures out and they're trying to grab data on you, which everyone does everywhere, okay. you will disappear. It's Got like a it. green screen. Oh, screen. All right. So for some reason, then it can't shoot you ads and it can't shoot you things. So it's fashion so, meets privacy. Right. So if we're sitting here in front of our cube, our cameras are on. If we're wearing these ugly sweaters, they won't shoot us shoe things. Like when we start talking about shoes, we suddenly get a shoe ad. Right. Mm, so it's just weird. But until That's the cool. AI c- catches up with it, right? Yeah, exactly. They said for right now. When I was started reading it, it reminded me of the Bill Cosby sweaters. Oh, Remember those, those very much? Yes, in the eighties. Yes, yeah. those ugly, those chunky, multicolored, ketchup, mustard, very dad like ketchup, mustard. Full. Oh, I hate my them. dad, who is full, would rock those sweaters <laughs> oh, yeah. all the time. Christmas, oh, yeah. he had the little, like, you know, they oh, had yeah. like strings of every different oh. color possible. Mm-hmm. Like, it just there's no like rhyme vomited. or reason. Yeah, no yeah. rhyme or reason to those sweaters. At right. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Therapy for porn addiction has skyrocketed to nobody's surprise. surprise. This is a study out of uh, the United Kingdom. They're really having a problem. They They are. Yeah. Just, but women were seeking help. It, 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 people 
got very dependent on not seeing other people. Oh yeah. The porn, and, porn okay, we're pandemic. getting a we're getting a text right now, maybe about ARP. I'm going crazy. The bubbles are working on my phone. Oh, oh good. I'm so glad. I'm going crazy. But people are asking for help. Well, they should. Yeah. Yeah. Because you get used to that type of um, I don't want to say intimacy, but that type of relief, you, you know, how how you do it, so, and you don't want to actually go do the, the deed so yourself. In real, in in real, real life. life, yeah. You so become, it is a real thing. Yeah, you anyway, become yeah. kind of lazy to the real thing. and Up just 250% in uh, 2021 over 2020. I'm not yeah. one of those numbers. No, I know, but I'm just, <laughs> that it's out there that don't, there's no... You, there is help available, Julia. That's that's a theory that you know we talked about. What was our other addiction that we talked about? Addicted to working out. Oh, yeah. Addicted to working out with one thing in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the same concept. Kind of the same. You're getting a good uh, release. Too. Yeah, exactly. So I, she hasn't heard back yet, but I said we're bringing clothes for the event. Yes, and don't forget <laughs> to bring all of your credential things. Yeah, I'm hoping that we're not going to need them, but should we need them, we will be prepared, Julia. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Now, do we need a wig? Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm bringing Brenda. Are you going to bring Brenda? I'm bringing Brenda. Good. Oh, oh I yeah. if I should bring Pamela. Oh, bring yes, Pamela. I'm going to bring Brenda. I'm bringing so much stuff for a three-day I'm trip. I'm not bringing it's, anything. Uh, here's my theory about a trip to Beverly Hills, darling, she, 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 is <laughs> that... You we love to be overprepared. We won't have anything that's right, and then we're going to have to go shopping. Tomorrow. I already am expecting to buy a new outfit, yeah. but then I remember we don't have a rent a car. But Julia, we are just yeah, two and a half miles from, from Beverly Hills. Yeah, just walk. We're rolling. We're and, trying. Again, she see. said the words that just said "ching." We are just two and a half miles from those cheap shops at Beverly Hills. <laughs> I, I wanted to go to the Beverly Center. Oh, no, Julia. How, we don't have enough time to go to a remember mall. Remember the cute coats we got from Beyonce's mom's collection? I still, that was one I of my favorite clothes. I gave mine to someone and then they spilled something on it. Oh, I still have mine in mint oh. condition. Mm-hmm. I forget the line of that. But anyway, so that's my Dev- theory. Deveron or something. It was yes. Beyonce's mom line. Yeah, Deveron. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that'll be what we're doing. I'm packing everything but the kitchen sink and could I'm literally so stay... Probably for three weeks with what I'm bringing. Good. And none of it will be right. Right. Grant, (laughs) this is our... I mean, some of it will be right, but it's sunny Mm -hmm. in Beverly Hills. And they miss us terribly. They do. Are people really... Aren't you going to go see your bartender? Oh, people are just going to be so happy to see us. You're so absolutely (laughs) delusional. This is... This is... I'm not, you guys. You are. She is. Full on is. No. No. We haven't seen our cousins in a long time, so that'll be fun. Oh, Julia. <laughs> of course they're going to be happy to see us, but geez, so is everybody else. Okay. Okay, I have, I have a have Julia-type review of a TV show that I watched last night All right. we'll uh, when we come back. back. Right, everybody, thank you for hanging out with us on this Thursday, January 26th. The sun came out today for quite an extended oh, period lovely. of time. Oh, it was so nice. We should get sun this weekend with as cold as it's yes. going to be. Yeah, yeah, I love it. That's one good thing. Yeah, when love it's cold, it. the sun comes out. <laughs> okay, so I watch Extraordinary on Hulu, which is this... Um, is that the superpower? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, yeah. It is quirky. Okay. It is 
Well, it starts out so her roommate has this superpower and she works at a funeral, not at a funeral home, at a law office. Yeah. And her superpower is she goes, she takes a deep breath in and shuts her eyes and goes, and then she'll channel the person they're discussing in a will and speak mm-hmm. like that person. Okay. And it's brassy. Okay. And then her other roommate has a way to turn back time. Uh-huh. And she hasn't gotten hers yet. And yeah. she's just waiting. And then she goes on a date with someone who's just quirky, silly. And if he touches her, she'll have an orgasm. And he wears gloves, and yeah. I'm like, why would you even go on a date with him? You could never, he was Just the most tickle me all fuddly. day long. I tickle me Elmo over tickle here. Me <laughs> it's it's kind of quirky. It's very quirky. Um, it's eight episodes. Um, it's silly. I'm going to check this out. It's silly. I um, I fell asleep, but again, I was just tired at yeah, that, that point. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The show I want to try out is the one that is on Peacock uh, with Natasha Leone, Poker Face. Tonight. Tonight, and she did it in... She, uh, the guy who wrote Knives Out. Yes. Um, he's also the the guy show creator Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Excuse me, but I love Deadline's description or excuse me, uh, Varieties. They said Natasha Leone finds a new gear as a Columbo esque accidental sleuth who perennially knows a little more than she's saying, and every episode is different. Like in the first episode. This sinister Las Vegas tycoon is played by Adrian Brody. Mm. So each episode, it's different people. Kind of like Accused is on Fox with different people. Well, like Columbo was like, back in the I day. I love Columbo. Ellen Barkin's going to be on. Charles Melton from um, um, Riverside. Benjamin Bratt. Chloe Sigvigny. Judith Light. I love it. Yeah, so a lot of people... and. The critics are raving about it. Each episode opens with a murder and then they peel it back. Yes. Yep. Columbo-esque. It's it's a clever, winning, mystery, throwback television show. I love that. Yeah. And then also Jimmy Kimmel, today is his 20th anniversary. This is the Snoop Dogg, Mm -hmm. George Clooney, Coldplay, Mm -hmm. I believe, will be the guests. Those were the first three guests Mm -hmm. on his first show 20 years ago. And then they're going to have a lot of, you know... What? Playbacks. What Playbacks. is that called? Replays. Replays. Yeah. Just Looking show a back lot of, at the memories. Yeah, right. yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. It, yes. They did a funny thing. He showed a funny thing last night. He said it never aired on Comedy Central when he left Comedy Central to go to ABC. Okay. Is that when he was on The Man Show? Yes. I love that. Oh, I love that. And so he like <laughs> ran, he was on a scroll going across the CNN, but he was all over the place. And one of the places he ran said, you know, hey, I'm leaving cable TV and I'm going to network. Uh, Joan and Melissa were in rehearsal for the fashion police. <laughs> oh, oh, but you know, John Stewart, he ran through his cable news thing, you know, yeah, and it yeah. was like in 2003. Oh, yeah. And so that was kind of a cute thing mm-hmm. that he showed last night. A look back. Yeah. Yeah. And would... Eddie Murphy was on with them. Oh my gosh. Well, that was great. Speaking TV. of Eddie Murphy, the movie that he came out with, You People. It's yeah. supposed to be funny. Isn't really it? funny. Jonah Hill, he married he's dating he Jonah Hill's a struggling guy, always single, looking to find a, a partner in life, and he he's a white guy and he finds a, a beautiful black woman and he has to go home and introduce himself to her parents it and sounds funny and he's he actually wants to marry her and it's called it's the the, the, the You people. You people. The trailer <laughs> yeah. is hysterical. Looks really funny. It's on Netflix. Yeah, That's something I, like- I might try to watch tonight because Lily's gone, so I got a little time to myself. Yeah, I was surprised that Eddie Murphy, because we don't see him on very many talk shows, and he did tell Jimmy, somehow Jimmy knew that Eddie bought the Sugar Shack, the painting 
that's in Good Times that they oh, have yeah, on the yeah, wall. Yeah, 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 really? Yeah, yeah that. that he bought. He paid in nineteen. It was made in nineteen seventy two. He paid fifty thousand dollars when he was on Saturday Night Live for that painting. Oh wow! And it became famous. Marvin Gaye used it for his album cover. And mm-hmm. anyway, the uh, um uh he just Jimmy like knew all about it. And he's like, did you know that the second painting of that just sold for sixteen million? Oh. You know, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I tell you the time I got snowed in at, uh, you know, Rick Games' house for two weeks. Oh, his brother, Eddie Murphy's brother has, Eddie and his brother had some epic stories yeah. with Rick James. and Eddie's never been to Arsenio Hall. I found out more. I was delighted with yeah. that late night interview last night. It was really good. Oh. He, he's more Eddie Murphy, please. Yeah, I I agree with yeah. you. He's, I agree with you. Yeah, the coming when he did Coming to America too. Oh, that, I love that. that I was, love that. It was a great re- reboot. I like that he's coming back into the fold here a little bit. Remember when he went? I think it was a year and a half ago. He finally came back to SNL and yeah. hosted at oh, SNL. Yeah, he, he was great. He did that again. Yeah, I mean he's mm-hmm. he's finally coming. You know, we hadn't seen him for a while, and he's coming. He's making a good comeback. I mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, I would like to give a shout out to Margaret, who mm. begs to differ with me and says Julia just said that Robert Redford was the most beautiful man around in 1973. And she said, Paul Newman was equally as gorgeous. Which, yeah. which Cassie and Sundance kids won. Agreed. Well, yeah, yeah. you two can each have one or the other. Yeah, I'll take yeah. Paul. I'll take Robert. Okay, I'll take, Paul. I'll take Paul Newman. All right. I, we had the picture of him and the man. Well, I've seen him in qu- corduroy cutoffs. I feel like... <laughs> okay, with no I feel underwear, like this I, is the year to bring back the man wall. Julia, Let's that do was it. bogus reasons Let's by the it. Academy. Yep. No, I'm gonna. I think we're gonna do it because I've got it. all the pictures and I have pictures of the layout. We're not. We're not live on YouTube as we know anymore. No. <laughs> so so I think never happened with that. That's why we took it down. So let's uh, put it on. Is that why we supposedly took it down? Yes, we it were is. told soundproofing. Well, yeah, we needed. We do need the soundproof for the in the background. Yeah, it's part of it. I just might have gotten us in trouble. Oh, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. The soundproofing is the padding behind you where the man wall was, so where it was but placed. But it's all fallen down, and nobody's cared to pick it back up. It's sitting in, around our feet. I know. It's, it's really a scandal a, if people wanted to make a scandal of it. Oh, but. Lori, let's call the investigative reporters. <laughs> the next really. vintage scandal, the man wall. Unbelievable. All right, thanks, everyone, for hanging out with us tomorrow. Our last pair of Madonna tickets. And remember, they go on sale tomorrow morning. Time we'll be back. Job done. Off you go.